0: You are now listening to Between Us Girls, the podcast where we discuss life's fuckeries and then some over wine.
1: Sharonda and this is between Between us girls so if you haven't listened to our show before thanks for joining us um as always you can find us on social media on twitter at girl talk and wine ig between us girls podcast facebook between us girls the podcast and you may now join our facebook group just search between us girls in the groups and you can listen to our exhilarating show on soundcloud itunes stitcher radio google play and tune in exhilarating exhilarating there-
0: oh, <laughs>
2: that was okay, super the motherfucking show
0: is exhilarating exhilarating oh. <laughs> exhilarating <laughs>
2: I'm oh, uh, sorry, but that was just funny. That was hilarious <laughs> to me. i so school sorry. school teacher voice. Yeah. <laughs> always. Got it. Gotta,
1: yeah. All right. All right, school teacher. So our fan of the week this week is the one and only Ginger Morgan out of Corpus Christi, Texas. woo Thank you for your support and always being an avid listener.
2: Thank you, Ginger.
1: We
0: appreciate you.
2: Oh. Yes. What? That's not that's, I, don't, I'm sorry. I don't know what that noise You know what that means. I, Shut I wanted up. to laugh, but I was like, uh-uh. I was trying, to, I was trying was not so to. so awkward. <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like
1: um, you know what it sounded like. Uh,
2: let's, let's move okay, on. Okay, let's, let's move, move on. on.
1: Okay, today we have a very special guest um, who we met while taking a late night swim last summer. She inspired us so much that we just knew we had to have her on when we started this show. Her name is Alicia Howery, and she is a life upgrade coach. So today, we're going to be talking about um, how to stop putting so much pressure on yourself and how you can build up your self-esteem after a breakdown or a life meltdown, as I call it. Um, Alicia, say hello. Hello. (laughs) We
3: are so glad you're here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm ex Oh, wait. What's the time? (laughs) <laughs> exhilarated <laughs> to be here <laughs> there you go
1: <laughs> there you go you guys are so <laughs> petty okay so um before we jump into our topics we have a lot of questions for alicia but y'all know we have to talk about what we're sipping on
0: yes ma'am we are sipping on simi and it is a um Savion blanc vintage 2014 and this is actually from sonoma county California oh. so we'll so semi
1: some. like from coming to America semi
0: semi yes oh. <laughs> <laughs> only the wine is light skin I don't know oh, oh, White. oh White. yeah a, what is it it's a Savion blanc Savion yeah, blanc. blanc yes
1: <laughs> was that oh Jen Jen's not here today oh um uh, but I remember I think who was that somebody couldn't say it oh Maybe yeah she, it was her okay so Alicia are you ready for your super serious interview Yes. Okay. Super serious. Super serious. Okay. Let me turn on my... So, so serious. Yeah. I'm going to turn on my serious voice.
0: So you're going (coughs) to keep the school teacher shit you got going on?
1: Oh, okay. Today class. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm done. All right. So (laughs) what is a life upgrade coach, and how did you get into the profession?
3: For me, a life upgrade coach is someone who can support all aspects of my life, whatever it is, um, so I say that we're all on our own journey mm-hmm. and what I'm ready to upgrade in my life is not the same as what you're ready to upgrade in your life um, it's all upgradable, and instead of um, just the term life coach doesn't it wasn't really what I wanted to put myself out there as um, I found that I really love helping people supporting people to upgrade and mm-hmm. um, it's all upgradable. And for me, the first encounter I had with a life upgrade coach um, was very different from any other type of coaching or support system that I had encountered along my journey.
1: Okay. Um, So like what type of issues specifically would you say people come to you with?
3: I have chosen to uh, specifically focus on emotional upgrades. Oh, okay. spiritual upgrades, and physical upgrades. I've been a yoga teacher, personal trainer for 16-plus years. So it was a big piece of... I always loved and was focused on the physical aspect of upgrading um, our health. But I found that even though I had all the right tools, people were eating all the right foods, quote-unquote... We'll get into a little bit of that um, right and wrong. Um, Doing all the right exercise and still not getting results. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was I am required to find out why. You know why (coughs) this particular program plan will work for someone, but then someone you know won't even touch Mm -hmm. um, a pound. Hmm. And um, I've had very dedicated clients. um, Very. You know, stuck to every piece of the program, exercise and nutrition. And they were not changing anything about their physical appearance. Really? Yes. Wow. Um, for me personally, I had struggled for a really long time with what um, I, I, I called it torture. Hmm. You know, beat myself up for that, the hardest workout that was out there, um, the strictest program and diet for food and nutrition. And me, too. I was struggling. Like, why don't I have my perfect body? Mm -hmm. And it all came down to my emotional well-being. Oh, wow. Um, I had struggled with physical pain. I had back pain um, almost as long as I can remember. 11, and eventually at 24, I had major back surgery. Wait, since you were
2: 11 years old, you had back pain? Yes. Wow. Wow. What
3: was it? You know, I could give you the name of what was diagnosed, but it didn't matter. Um, I was aware enough. I was a yoga teacher, and I had followed a, a very strict uh, yoga you know, lifestyle for a long time. And I was aware that it was emotional. Mm. I was doing all the poses, doing all the breathing, going to yoga retreats, me really immersing myself, and still the pain was, wasn't moving. And I'd already had surgery. I'd already done all the drugs. And I just knew, you know, there's something more here. Um, How I remember being in a yoga retreat and a deep immersion and just crying in the back of the room because I was so aware that this was emotional shit. Oh, wow. Stuff for me. Oh, you can (laughs) cuss. Thank you. (laughs) Please say shit. (laughs) This is emotional shit that. I had every tool in the book to get rid of it, and it wouldn't go anywhere. Oh, wow. Why me? Why are you hanging out? And, and still, you know, the suffering, the day-to-day pain, I still push myself to every limit. Um, I've taught every type of physical exercise there ever was. And I'll just tell you, it comes back to the emotional body. Mm. Um, and how do we move that? Yoga wasn't doing it, every physical activity I was doing wasn't doing it, going and crying in support groups wasn't doing <laughs> it, wow. going to psychologist wasn't doing it, going, and so what is it going to take? Um, that was my first experience with a life upgrade coach, as I call it. Um, we started talking about something called conscious language and body electronics, from there, I just said, "I don't know what this is. I'm gonna find out." And with one session with her, um, my life was my life was changed. It was shifted and upgraded, and I didn't have to stay in my shit, which I had made up. Mm-hmm. That I just because people go, "Oh, emotional coaching? Like, no, I don't want to cry. You know, mm-hmm. I do enough of that. That's not what this is. We go and we touch what you're feeling, and now pain." It's giving us all kinds of signals. It is telling us. It's saying, I'm right here, and I'm ready to upgrade. And um, body electronics is what I ended up doing. And for the first time in 30, well, you know, I was 11 years old when I started feeling the pain. So about 24 years, um, I felt pain-free. And my pain, I will say, comes back and gives me little signals every now and again. But they're so... Quiet, And mm-hmm. I i know, hey, it's just time for another upgrade. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because what I found out, too, is just because I heal that pain doesn't mean that I'm done. Right. I have more. There's always more for me. We are infinite, ever-expanding beings. And that's just what I was so ready for for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love, you know, um, emotional, like I said, the spiritual aspect and that doesn't mean religion. I'm talking spirituality. We're gonna find your heart. We're gonna find your soul. Whatever that is mm-hmm. for you, and and we all. It's funny because people come to me and they say, "Yep, oh, nope, I'm not spiritual," and I said, "It's okay." No, I, I wasn't either. I didn't. I had really backed away from religion and spirituality, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I just found. I think my physical practice was really. What I had created to be, you know, my God. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm physically healthy. This is my God. This is what makes me strong. Um, and that wasn't it. It was really finding my love and my own um, you know, self-acceptance, self-love, right. self-esteem, mm-hmm. and um, finding out that I love me just the way I am. Right. And so that for me is, you know, spirituality. And we can use whatever background um, people come with. It all fits in. Um, and then there's still that physical piece because I truly do believe, you know, moving, breathing, and feeling. Um, and they we all can go together. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you told us that you read eyes. Can you explain what that is?
2: Let me close my eyes real quick. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> I mean, like that
1: made me feel like. So, it was, I mean, she's like an eye psychic or something. Like. An eye psychic, an eye
2: psychic really? She told me the name and I forgot. Yeah, you
3: know. it's okay. <laughs> it's the first time I ever heard of it too. <laughs> and so, body electronics is, um, which I kind of mentioned, is how kind of what opened up the doors of all of these um, practices um, that I had was hearing for the first time myself. Um holography I had my first eye reading uh, say, two and a half years ago mm-hmm. and in one session I, I also mentioned to you that we all have our own very um, personal distinct journey so what I'm ready to upgrade is not the same as what you're ready to upgrade your eye will tell me specifically what you're ready to upgrade so the, the questions the uncertainty the going you know book to book teacher to teacher you know door to door church whatever it is um, really get specific our eyes are all different yes or no yeah, yes for sure. agreed it's your own personal map of consciousness. So there's also a different um, school, and I won't even name the name, because you go to someone that reads your eyes in that school, and they are going to tell you what's wrong with you. Oh, Hmm. the negative. So when that shows up, and then they're going to go, well, here's a Band-Aid, kind of like our allopathic medical system right now, which is revolving. We can do this. Mm -hmm. But here's a Band-Aid, or here's an herb, or or here's something. Mm -hmm. Go support yourself with this. Um, But it's never going to change. You know, this is your weak, I'm going to say weak colon, per se. So I can see the colon in my eyes and your eyes, and I can find out the state, and I'll say the state of well-being of the colon. Well, if someone has an extremely weak colon, I am aware that your greatest weakness shall be your greatest strength. I also am aware of what emotional pattern goes with the colon. So the colon has to do with letting go. How easy has it been for you to let go? And we're going to dive deeper with questions. We're going to find how you feel. We're going to find what your emotional body is, um, how it's been doing, has it been running (laughs) or has it been staying and have you been able to feel? Mm. And for me personally, I'll just say my colon when I came in was very weak the strength of my colonel now, if you see my eye now i know the patterns are shifting because the eye changes
2: so okay wait how do you do this reading are you like staring into somebody's eyes like for like 10 minutes like what's right. what's going on and you're like <laughs> don't
0: blink
3: just stare. Right. <laughs> no no not at all not at all um so there's a couple of ways. And I have a magnifying glass. I actually have it here with me today. No, you're not going <laughs> oh, to my eyes. <laughs> Read Danielle's eyes. Oh, wow. I always <laughs> have it with me. And we also have um, a very state-of-the-art cameras that I have availability to in the Houston area. Mm. Um, there are a few bio-optic holographers within Houston. Let's say um, a few within our... So the numbers of us are, are not many, but there are some. Hmm. Um, and more and more people, I find, are being attracted um, from the other uh, school of eye reading, and they are kind of along, coming along and finding out um, there's another way to do this. So if I come in and we touch emotionally, what's showing up in your eye in the colon? Let's just use the colon. And we began to support the colon with herbs, which in my what it, my upgrade coaching, herbs restore faith.
1: Are we talking about, like, legit your colon or... Legit
3: your colon. <laughs> like your real one, not your fake I'm like,
1: one. So you can just, like, see... Okay, I'm about to be so stupid and goofy, but I was about Do to it. say, can you see if people are constipated <laughs> by
3: looking at their... <laughs> I can <laughs> see if the colon, the area of the, co- the emotionally and physically has felt weak. Okay. Um, there's a little lining of the stomach. Um, I mean, every organ, um, skin, there's a lot of other stuff that shows up. So I do sacred body language, which bio-optic holography falls into sacred body language. Um, Our body is constantly signaling subconsciously what we are ready to upgrade. Mm. Mm. So you're over here with your head, right, going consciously, and that's why I call the conscious mind. So your head's going, yeah, if I just had enough money. Mm. You know, if I just had enough money to do this, and then I could do this, and then everything would be great, and I'd be really happy. And all in the meanwhile, within that five seconds, your body has just told me a whole other story. Mm. Mm.
1: I feel like I need you to read my colon. Like
3: so I- I your eye. Whatever, my eyes. Not your colon. Okay. Colon I mean, is example. I am not Why a colon I- reader yet.
2: Why did I just have like the weirdest like picture of you bending over?
3: No, spread like- it wider, <laughs> Michelle. Wider, wider. Like, oh
2: my God, Keith. what do you see though? Like-
3: <laughs> I'll use your eyes versus your colon. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's go with eye. Let's go with eye. <laughs>
0: I'm scared.
3: I don't want you looking in my eyes and telling me what's wrong with me. I'm scared of that. (laughs) And it's uh, so just like that is exactly what I'm not doing. So telling you what's wrong, it doesn't work. You'll walk away and guess what? What's wrong with me? And that was a lot of what I had already done in my journey. Right? Like what's wrong with me? How do I fix me? I fixed the fix. And I was looking for a fix and I found body electronics, bio-optic, sacred body language, conscious language. And I just said, that is what I am becoming. You know, That's what a life upgrade coach is because I'm going to support you in what's returning. Mm. And I tell you, when once someone sees something that you have mm-hmm. been unconscious to, You right. wakes up, I say, a whole new life force mm-hmm. within you that you may have you know, never thought existed, or you may have had a, you know, idea that this was something that was within right, you, but had right. no idea how to awaken it. I mean, that's truly what awakening is to mm-hmm. me. Um, wow. I see your perfection. I see what's returning. Right. I wake that up you know, within me, within you. Right. And then the, the blossoming begins. Go be- run. The blossoming begins. And grow, go run yes. and grow. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Wow, that's cool. Okay, so
1: here's my number one question that I've had since I met you. Okay, so I ate an entire Domino's pizza, a flatbread <laughs> or a, a thin crust. My bad. At the
0: pool. was it a large?
1: No, I think it was a medium. Because I, think, yeah. Cause I had bought what two pizzas? Pe- oh, two weak. pizzas, and I was like, "Here y'all go." And then I went over to a chair by myself. <laughs> I literally <laughs> ate the other one. So I kept saying, "Man, I can't believe I ate that whole pizza." Mm-hmm. And Alicia was like, "The pizza blessed you, or something." I can't remember what she said, but it was like so profound, and it has she, stuck with me since like, then. It's okay.
2: It's and okay. I'm. <laughs> and she was. She
1: was like, "It's okay. Like everything you eat should bless you." And I went to work, and I told my coworker, and she looked at me like, basically, "Fuck you," because <laughs> I you're a I greedy these, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking about these. French toast just bless me, and I feel like I need to go puke. (laughs) But I guess I want to know like how you came to view food that way because I think that's so positive. And like even though it probably has added to
3: some of my recent weight gain, I think it's okay.
1: (laughs) Thank you, and
3: I believe there's uh, still an experience of weight gain. In the beginning, when you begin to shift your belief systems, because subconsciously your programming is still that that pizza is going to make you fat. Yes or no? For sure. Yes or no? Because after you, yes. Yeah. Because like and after, I'm y- oh, sorry. Claim, yes. <laughs> claim your yes or your no, and I'll tell you what. That's what begins to shift that belief system, that pattern, and gives you something new. Because I get it. I. Ha- so what? My f- nutrition, my food. Um relationship was was toxic was unhealthy and I ate every healthy fucking thing on the planet (laughs) and I tortured myself with exercise and I made up stories if I even look at bread I gain weight right Well, what, what do you think is going to happen when I look at bread? Literally, now I can look back and say, yes, that happened. You know, I looked at bread. I looked at a pizza that came in the room. I felt no shame. And, and then I also judged others. Mm. <laughs> look what you're eating. Yeah. Mm. And I'm over here eating grilled chicken. And and now I'm mostly vegetarian. But at that, at that time where my relationship was so unhealthy with food, um, that... Will put on more weight than any food you put into your body.
0: The thought process, yeah. Because yes. it adds stress, right? It Belief, like stress, judgment,
3: yeah. shame, blame, guilt, mm. all heavier than any food that is here. We burn that. That's energy. Guilt, shame, and blame, we only can take that to the sacred flame of the sacred fire and burn that. And that's gonna happen in your emotional body. Okay. Mm. I have a client just um, to now. What happens for me? I give people, I give clients nutritional programs. They look, they laugh, and I get it, me too. Like <laughs> 80% raw, the first time I saw that with my life upgrade coach. 80% raw. Like, oh, I want to eat salads for the rest of my life. <laughs> and within a few months, I was reaching for different things because my emotional well-being was healthier than it had ever been. I have a client I'm working with uh, over the past six months. She looked at that nutritional upgrades. Yeah, right, we might get to that. (laughs) Within the first month, month and a half, she had lost 20 pounds without changing anything in her diet or her exercise program. Wow. Then... Two months later, she says, "You're never gonna believe this, but I'm actually reaching for raw food. I'm actually feeding myself things that, quote unquote, healthy." Which I tell everyone: to toss that. There's no good or bad. And there's no right or wrong.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: In the beginning, if your belief systems are still there and you're going, everything I eat blesses me, but subconsciously you're still saying, "How about?" I know that girl, crazy girl at the pool said that. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm blessed. <laughs> and and then, you know, the more time you spend just finding it's not good or bad for me, it's not right or wrong, it's okay. Everything I receive, and I say this if you are, whatever your belief system, if you are spirit within, if you are God within, if you are universe within, can God or the universe? Be affected by a pizza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, Jesus.
2: <laughs> Does Jesus what me to have
3: this. Jesus me- <laughs>
0: he blessed the hands
3: that made yeah, it. Yeah, Jesus, Buddha, <laughs> Allah, you know, all just truth, whatever it is yeah. you truly are. We are light within. We are love within. And I'll tell you what comes through the eyes when belief systems are transformed. Light. Light shows up my eyes have shifted as I shifted truly within and not just up here in my head going, yeah, she told me at the pool that day. (laughs) But once I have truly shifted a pattern and transcended that and I have a brand new, um, I feel, you know, I am sovereign. I love this word, sovereign. And I'm okay with pizza. Yeah. A go. whole one. A whole one. <laughs> I mean, and I ate that whole motherfucker
1: too and it was good. I still yes. so remember feeling like, oh damn, this is good. There you go. And when she said that, I was like, "You know what? You're right. The shit I'm was blessed. good. It was yeah. joy. I'm blessed. The pizza blessed me cuz it made me feel good and Amen. I'm full. The and then end. the next day I was like, "Oh shit, I should have ate that pizza. So you're right." <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did have that. Okay, so last question before we move on to our panel discussion. Um you're so mellow and I know, you know, you're talking a lot about your, um, body electronics, mm-hmm. but for a person like, I don't know, just any yourself random. or a <laughs> listener, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, yes. Like me, bitch, <laughs> 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 who, who has high anxiety, mm-hmm. <laughs> like how can they get to your level of Zen without necessarily going through the whole, you know, process, <clears throat>
3: That's a great question, and there is a retreat coming up. I'm co-facilitating at the end of April okay. um, for a short session of body electronics because, yes, what I originally did was a huge commitment. I committed two weeks at a time, um, which a lot of people don't you know, feel they can do that right now. I already told you I had, um, at that time, about 14 years of yoga experience, so I was on my mat every day. didn't do it for me. Um, I was going to doctors like what can we do just to avoid being put on medicine because I was so anti-medicine which again can the universe or God be affected by medicine get on medicine if that's what you require right now mm-hmm. take care of you that's what's most important there is no right or wrong there is no you know good or bad um so again I was punishing myself um during that time of high anxiety, mm-hmm. um, which high anxiety is just fear. Yeah. So when I work with people one on one in one coaching session, the level of faith, confidence and trust that returns. For me, it was the first time I had experienced that level in my lifetime, and that was in one session. So you can do yoga, you can go to the gym, and you can work out, you can feed yourself all these great foods, or you can come get a life upgrade coaching session there you go. with me. Do you have a coupon? A
1: coupon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking for real because I, ne- I need to go. I feel like so drawn to this, but I'm like, mm. So here's
3: taken. what I found out, too. You're worth it. Okay. And every penny you invest in you, you get back your return tenfold. The investment in so. us, and I'll call it the tithe, is to you. Oh, okay. Are you worth your well-being? Are you worth, and and let's just say the opposite of anxiety, which is returning for you, is faith, trust, yeah. ease. Yes. Are you worth that?
1: Definitely. Hmm. I found a new gray hair. I'm just like, <laughs> this has got to
0: stop. I found one, too, my first one. Your first? Yeah, I've not had gray oh, hair. Oh, really? Yeah, I was proud Maybe of it. Maybe it's the show. Are you stressed? Of course not. Okay, everything's fucking wonderful. Are you serious <laughs> right now? Not as stressed at all. Yeah, um, I've I've got probably like five or six. So. No, I found one, and I was like, "Oh, look at him." <laughs> gray hair. <laughs> I want to, I like nurtured him though. I was like talking to it yeah. and was like, I earned you. I earned yeah. you. <laughs> I'm going to keep you. I'm not going to dye you because I'm proud of you. Yeah. Shit's real out here in these streets, you know. I
1: find myself yeah. trying to pull this little one out of here so people can see it and be like, she's wise.
0: She's wise? <laughs> I love it. it. She's wise. <laughs> you don't see this gray hair right here? I am wise. Listen to me. Damn it. <laughs> Listen to me.
1: Okay, well, um, so let's jump into our discussion um yes we're gonna talk about um kind of how to stop putting so much pressure on yourself um y'all know i've already said i have high anxiety so i'm gonna go first and just talk a little bit about the pressure that i have put on myself um, mm. not necessarily now well still now a little bit too yeah but um It's getting easier because I have to keep... It's like a redirection. I have to keep reminding myself that, you know, it's cool. I'm good. But it's kind of like what I read was, you know, a lot of people have, like, something they learned in their childhood where they're like, okay, so I have to be just like this. And for me, it's parenting. I feel like I need to be just like my mom because I feel like she was a really good mom, Uh and I want to be, you know, like her. Yeah. And so when I feel like I'm not, you know, meeting her
3: standard. standard that
1: she set for me, I feel like, oh, my God, I'm a failure. You Aww. know, but that's not true because, yeah. Yeah. number one, I everybody's, don't have everything she had Yeah, she and everybody's different, too. Right. And, yeah. two, I'm me. I'm not her. So that's just kind of one of the things that I've learned about, you know, to kind of stop doing that because that's sort of how you end up feeling like, oh, man, I really have to meet, you know, all these standards, right. that you separate. And it's just—it's ridiculous to me. It's actually bullshit.
0: Mm. Agreed. Yes, yeah, me too. Yeah, I love that.
1: So, like, what
3: would you suggest for somebody to like release that? First of all, I would use the word "let go" okay. <laughs> or "transform" and "transcend." That um, language is important, and the word "release," which is used a lot in the transformational community, actually means to lease again. Oh. So therefore, if I am releasing my anxiety, I'm making an agreement to lease it again. Mm. Um, and so, just it's important our words, our thoughts, and our emotional patterns. And I love how you shared. Um, you know, you just you know, really being with you, and and I hear forgiving you. I forgive me multiple times a day. Yeah, over and over. I forgive me, and it's okay. I'm okay. I get to find me again. Um, I call it self coaching. Yeah, you mm. know, really being easy on you. You know, the, like you shared, the kind of the world we've created, right. and I say co-created, has I've been had a lot of judgment.
1: Yeah, tons of it.
3: And uh, we're really, I mean, only here to be love. Mm-hmm. And I suggest giving the, the same love that you give yourself to someone else for a long period of uh, my transformation and, and resurrection within me. I would just go um, out on the corner or in my car and just start to bless mothers everywhere. Yeah. Just start to see mothers and love them just the way they are. Um, You know, if something came up that was a a loud circumstance in a store or a restaurant, just really look and be with that mom. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I really, I love you and I bless you and I thank you uh, for your presence and for being a mom just the way you are. Like, I don't need to change you. Right. And I'm perfect just the way I am. I can love me just the way I am. And I feel that practice alone, just blessing and forgiving me and really giving that away to others. And you can do it out loud or you can do it silently.
1: So like if I just walked up to another mom and I was like, mm-hmm. "I love you," and <laughs> I <laughs> like I mean, have you ever singing, done that? No, but I think I mean if have if, you
3: because I will tell you what moms, women, we need that we right need now. It. No, we no, are asking for that. We are I and I do, and I go up to people and I say, "I bless you," and I love you, and I thank you for being you, and they just. I mean,
1: have you ever had anyone cry? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like we should do that as a social experiment. I <laughs> feel like I, I, I want to cry really right good. now. You know, like, usually what I'll do is I'll see somebody like Michaela's age, like, running around and the mom being like, ah, like, frazzled, like I mm. typically am. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't even worry about it. Mm. It's cool. And they're like, oh. she just, I'm like, I don't even need an explanation. I know mm. she's I just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she's and at that age where she's driving that.'
0: Somebody did that to me at the zoo, and it was crazy. We were there with my whole family, and I think Hunter was maybe about four or five months old, and I was still nursing him. But he was just so, just, ah, because he was out and about, and there was so much going on, and and he was hungry, but he just didn't want to stay under, like, the cover that I had him Mm -hmm. under. But I was still trying to feed him and nurse him and whatever, and this lady just comes up to me, and she was like, I see what you're doing, and you're such a good mom, and you're so brave, and you're so great for nursing your son. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going (laughs) to cry. Because I was like, you won't even eat. What's wrong with him? I know he's hungry. He's screaming. But, I mean, that made me feel so much better, and it also made me feel more, I guess, comfortable with nursing him in public. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because there's a whole stigma about that, too. So that Mm -hmm. really, that does kind of, I guess, change your perspective of people because I was like okay all people aren't evil like thank you I needed to hear that now eat and shut up kid you know like that was really good it was very special.
1: I feel like a lot of the problem is um, the way society points fingers at us for certain things like I feel like yes my mom set some really high standards for parenting I mean she's still awesome I mean she gave us glasses and I mean she donated a bottle of wine she's still really amazing but I also feel like, well, gosh, I'm supposed to be doing this. Or mm. I'm supposed to be doing that. And then I'm like, no, the fuck I'm not.
3: Right. You know? Mm.
1: But it's like, I, always, I tell Donia probably once a week, I'm like, I'm a parenting failure. <laughs> She's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, should probably, I know I should stop saying that. But, like, that's how I feel sometimes because, mm. you know, how kids are. I mean, I say the, the how truth kids. will set
3: you free. It's important to claim how you feel. Right. And if you're feeling failure... I say, it's okay because what's underneath there is victory. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling failure, it's just suppressed. That's all. It's made up. It's a story from maybe maybe your mom's mom, yeah, had a certain story about mothering. And the reason that the failure emotion, emotion just means in motion. Mm-hmm. Let it come. Come on, and I say, let it get bigger. Can you let the feeling of failure oh God get fe- bigger
2: you want the emotion to get bigger
3: let it get bigger and deal. once you touch that emotion <laughs> with love Why don't you get some love
2: will transform it <laughs> just, love is all
0: it takes right love how, do you, is all you, it how takes? do you make somebody who doesn't have emotions <clears throat> Danielle right. how do you make them have emotions or show emotion like or not even show just get in touch with their emotions and then to find
1: some sort of like I feel like she is sometimes empathetic. But I feel like she does lack sometimes sympathy. She's like Mm,
3: that's great. I like that because sympathy means to suffer with. And guess what? I'm not coming to your sympathy party. I have my own, you know, that I'm here suffering, failing, remembering. I can vote your victory, but I'm not gonna be sympathetic or suffer with you. And that means I love you just the way you are. And empathy is actually perfect because that just means to be with someone exactly where they are. Mm -hmm. So I kind of heard your question of maybe you're experiencing that Danielle is not empathetic. Maybe she's um, choosing another emotion when you're feeling something else.
1: Irritation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
3: Like, I wish I could see Michelle's face right
2: now <laughs> talking to me about this shit.
0: Right. It's just I feel like she needs to like get in touch with her own emotions. I don't so know I'll how to tell you to how she does that. it. If you call do other Sharonda real quick If you do you, you you
3: and yours, you do your you and yours and you get more in touch with you. Mm. All the people around you have no option. But, to, but get to get more in touch in line, within. Yeah. So if you're seeing that somebody else is lacking in this, I always say it's an inside job. What you what you see is truly within you, mm-hmm. or what you resist or what you don't like in someone else um, is actually the log in your own eye. Right. So it's just take the log out of your own eye before you see the twig in your brother's eye or your sister's eye.
1: You know what that says to me? It says Danielle is internally really emotional and she hates it when I get emotional. No, I really (laughs) feel like she
3: is though. Like she,
0: the bitch is emotional. I feel like she's just turned it off a little bit. She doesn't that's, yeah, why, and that's, that's why. Look at us having another intervention. We we going to do this shit. But that's why we always say she needs to get in touch with her own emotions because she's all over the place. Sometimes we're not going to turn this into a Danielle thing, but I
1: was
2: she's all over the place. Right? About, you, you see about how they have this conversation? Like I'm not even sitting. You're here You're not shit.
0: sitting here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're let's what find I tell out. You. Let's find
3: out how Danielle really feels. Danielle, she doesn't know. Go I ahead. have something I want to say to her. I don't know how I feel.
2: No, you don't. Um, I feel, um on the spot right now. I
0: don't give a damn. Um, I receive that and I reject it. I
2: don't necessarily <laughs> feel as though I need to display my emotions. Um, so I do and I, I actually said this to you guys before like I do internalize. I just don't feel like it's necessarily for me to be outward with my emotions. I don't even know why you all want to see that. Because we love you. But you. But why do you you love me, so you because want I to feel, see I feel me like be emotional? Because I feel like that's part
1: of you that you're not sharing with us. But why do I need to share that? Because vulnerability. And I that carries. I don't need to be vulnerable with you, though. But yes, you, you want to talk to me every day and get on my damn nerves. But you don't want to be open and vulnerable. I don't like you anymore.
2: <laughs> I have fucking limits. Like, I don't <laughs> understand what the problem is. <laughs> I get so Emotional,
1: oh, baby. That's okay. for Danielle. Right. That was
2: for her. No, she's I vulnerable. do group <laughs> sessions,
3: too, guys.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> like,
3: <y'all> need group <laughs> counseling. <laughs> You're like, counsel to as a whole, as a
0: unit. It's a fucking hole.
2: Okay, well, I let's. Mean, we, me and Michelle might need to get a session because we fight mm. every fucking day. But it's partly because she,
1: well, I can't blame it directly. Mm. I'm very emotional. I'm outward with it. I don't have any problem being like, this is bothering me and when she's like oh this is bothering me she's like never mind anyway so let's move on so like we don't like
0: work through, work it. through right.
1: it which i think is really really important which brings me to the next thing which is building up your self esteem after mm-hmm. a breakdown so how the ev- hell
2: did you get to this? Because, <laughs> because i'm about to make a point
1: because my okay. point is okay. every time i have felt down after something has happened or a breakup or like when i lost my dad i never really dealt with that And it wasn't until I let myself feel every emotion that came to me about that was when I actually grieved and got, not over it, but I was able to move kind of through it. I feel like that's the importance of feeling everything.
2: Okay, so um, to your point of feeling. (laughs) I don't want to do that. (laughs) I, I feel... Uh, you need to recognize that because you need to have that whole process, that not everybody else needs to go through that whole process. Okay. Okay.
1: That was me not believing you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's if it's I
3: like, could just I don't need to do that. jump in a little bit because, and we can do this, it's called playing, in fact, guys. It doesn't even have to be work. I call it play. And because of what you were expressing to her, you actually didn't say how you felt um, it was, we went into a story and it's okay. Um, not right or wrong. Remember no one here is right or wrong. It's just how we, and this, I say it's all inside job. This is all for you. And this is all for you. And, and you get to grow and you get to become the more powerful you because of it. And that's why I say we also partner with people. You know, that's why we're in the same room here together today, because we're here to partner. And always the people you're closest to become your greatest teachers. And enemies.
1: (laughs) We are not enemies by any stretch of the imagination. Your
3: greatest teachers and what you feel is your greatest enemy are truly, they came here to to sacrifice to be your greatest teacher. Remember
1: Fernando said, we chose this. Yes, We planned it out on the other side and we probably are married.
0: (laughs) Oh Oh my my God, God. I could see that. (laughs)
1: You know what i mean y'all
0: probably are yeah like, like another life like previously
1: husband and wife and the other side and yeah. we're like okay so we're gonna go down there we're gonna try to do this so we can learn xyz yeah and she's like oh and then she gets here so and gets she's the everything. man
0: in the relationship yeah. and you're yeah, the woman for sure, yeah definitely. i could see that i yeah. could so see that <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I, so I, I thought you had to address this shit. <laughs> okay, if so
1: Fernando
0: like, said it; it has to be true, bitch. Right. So let that ride. out. Like, like the
1: internet. Yeah, Bible. He said his it. It's Bible. He said it. It's Bible. Okay, so does anybody have any tips mm-hmm. though on uh, building self-esteem after a breakdown?
2: Well, I think that one thing that you need to do is like just stop focusing on the negative things. um I am a proponent of getting a hobby, like something to kind of take your mind off of it. Like mm-hmm. even if it's just like you set just to go walking around your apartment building or your job during lunch or something, like every single day, mm-hmm. just something. Why are you looking at me like that?
1: Because I had to stop myself from singing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's take a long walk oh my God. <laughs> around the park. Okay, keep going. Um, but yeah, just something to get your mind off of whatever it is that you're going through that's bringing you down. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm also a big proponent of affirmations. Like, I really think that, um, they're really helpful. I like to look in the mirror. I like to look at myself. Of course you do. I bet
0: you
3: do. I bet you do.
2: I mean, I don't know, but.
3: (laughs) Amazing. I vote looking for, looking at yourself in the mirror too
2: yeah okay. like yeah. Just, I don't know <laughs> and, and then like just like smiling at yourself mm. and
1: so is that kind of like that fake it till you make it like yeah like just do it like Nike yeah you like Nike
2: it. I think you have to sort of fake it because at the beginning it's not really real right, right? like you have to you have to build that faith yeah. and build that belief around it right mm-hmm. so it's like you're you're actually kind of faking it but It's for a good cause. See,
1: and I feel like everything you said is like, oh, I said that bad word. I feel like. (laughs) Oops. Uh, Earlier Alicia did tell us that we need to, like, really feel our feelings, which means saying I feel instead of I feel like.
3: Yeah, like own it. Yeah.
1: I feel crying and having a really ugly cry before you get to the fake it till you make it stage is super important. Because, like I said, for me, not for everyone, definitely not for you. It's important to, like, feel that. Like, just get in your pillow and go, ah, an ugly cry. Like as ugly as Like much. a snot just cry. Just ugly, yeah. hollering, snotting. You know, the, the kind where you start yelling and you're like, ah, like a wailing. You must do that. And then you so can you fake need it to till scream you make it. it,
0: it. You got to release that. Yeah, you just got to like, release, oh, release it. Oh, not
1: release.
3: Transform. Feel it. Feel it. And <laughs> transcend it. Transcend. And if you're really feeling rah and well and that is, it's a, you know because your emotional body is like a three year old. Yeah. Do three year olds go, I mean, honestly, Hell yes, they, they go, do. Oh, I'm over it. Oh, it's nothing, don't worry. No. No, they're like, <laughs> rah!
1: And then they're like, okay, I'm good.
3: Yeah. You know? They have to do that. Like to move on to the
1: next phase of it. And then after the fallout, and this is for Michaela, for instance, she'll be like, I'm mad after she's like screamed and like kicked Mm -hmm. her legs and possibly even hit her head on the (laughs) ground like in one of those really like bad moments she's like i'm mad i'm like no shit (laughs) (laughs) shit. i I totally agree with you danielle i really think um fake it till you make it or just Mm -hmm. like positive affirmations and Mm -hmm. long walks or reading or going to like a hobby joining a yeah, you have a to sewing do group. something
2: like you can't sit there and just sulk. like yeah. that's not gonna help it it's that's gonna make cute. it worse right yeah
1: that's why i said in the beginning okay feel everything but then get the fuck up and do <laughs> and something, go something yes. yeah. 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 yeah you know because you can only wallow for so long because mm-hmm. i it's like a bed sore you keep sitting there <laughs> you're gonna end up hurt like
0: physically,
1: Natural all eyesight. right. Never
0: heard it be. It's so right. Like if you <laughs> like if people, it is. If people lay in the bed long enough, they're good. They get, get bigger, sore. right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got you. I can wear. I can so roll don't with stay it. Stay
1: in it because it's not going to help you grow or become come
0: healthier. Get up and okay. wash it. You. No,
1: get up and move do something
0: but do you cover up the sore or no so like
1: that was a you metaphor we talk- I'm oh, sorry okay. we, we spent 15 fucking minutes talking about a colon <laughs> metaphorically but you bitches want to talk shit to me because I use the fucking bad sore are you serious no we're not we're not gonna
0: do it uh, I love you Michelle we're not
1: gonna do it Alicia, thanks for coming. <laughs> Guys, Sorry, I just had a little time I'm
0: so enlightened well, right inter- now. Your
2: inner three-year-old. My came. inner three-year-old was like, <laughs> fuck what y'all are Are you mad?
3: About. Are you mad? I'm mad. I'm mad. Do there you feel go. mad? No shit.
1: I annoyed. <laughs>
3: I annoyed. <laughs> I, in anger, would a three-year-old say annoyed? Would a three-year-old use the word annoyed?
1: Depends on the three-year-old. My son at three would
3: have said that. And, you know, I say like our, our emotional body really wants us to feel and sometimes when we get real wordy, or make up, and I would say like you know politically correct words, ins- instead of people, well I don't really like that. No, that actually means you hate that, right. because the opposite of love is hate. It's not I don't like that or I don't like it that much. That's just political corrected. Yes. Hmm. So mm-hmm. I either love that or I hate that, and then we can go somewhere with that, mm-hmm. and then we can find out well how can we love that. Cause love conquers all. And and that's truly how we transcend and shift <laughs> our world and our planet. And um I think thank you guys. I've had so much fun. That's awesome. I'll we'll um, have to have you back too. I yes, so I'm now. happy you to come back. I just wanna smoke a joint now.
1: We needed some weed. Yeah, right? Honestly, that would have been that would have set it off. That would've set it off. <laughs>
0: <Just saying. laughs> How I feel right
1: now. How did y'all like I the wine? I feel
0: like I need a joint. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs>
1: How did y'all like the wine? Was it good?
0: Yes, I did.
1: I like it. I did.
2: It was like really crisp. Um, I don't remember what flavors I tasted because I drank it all really quickly. <laughs> but I really liked it a lot and so I gave it a twenty-three.
0: Mm. <laughs> me. Just give it a damn just number. gonna reach on up there. I'm gonna <laughs> give it. You What's what, the rating scale? The,
2: it's well, zero to twenty-five, and it's based on um, aroma, taste, smell, and uh, body. Body. Okay. I mm. didn't even drink it all. You didn't. You didn't
1: like it. I guess not, because y'all know me. If you
2: would have been bottoms up.
1: I would have been like. So anyway, finish that off. But I like. I didn't even drink it all. Oh. But it was okay. I'm gonna give it a twelve.
0: <laughs> 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 and y'all know my grading scale do you like it or not nah? i'm gonna go with yeah no? it was good it was good okay no number
1: all right well alicia can you tell people where they can find you
3: yes i can so right now i can be found on facebook and it's alicia Ann howry on facebook and if you want to message me and find out why my middle name's on there i'll we'll get into that okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which is funny, because then people started calling me that, and I was like, oh, I really don't like my name, and I go, oh, there's some resistance there, so I'm going to leave it oh, until oh. I love my name fully, and my initials are actually A-A-H, oh. which, the, oh. Oh, which that is the universal sound of manifestation, and I am a master manifester, thank you, and my business site is called Just Just Be. Okay. Um, and there's a little story behind that too and like you said, have me back again and um, we can get into how I found my um, Just Be and that's Just Be, literally Just Be, with only a B, not okay. B-E um,
1: Is that a Facebook page? It's on Facebook Okay yes. mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, well y'all know, y'all can find us on Twitter at mm-hmm. Girl Talking Wine Instagram, Between Us Girls Podcast Facebook, Between Us Girls The Podcast And you can always listen in on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and iTunes. Thank you for listening, Danielle. Danielle.
2: (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us on Between Us Girls. But don't keep it a secret. Listen and share with everyone you know. See you next week.